Hello and welcome to Curious City. With a difference, we're on lockdown. Um, this is all about helping creative freelancers, indie businesses, arts companies raise awareness about their current plight and tell you how you can help them. So if you're keen to get in touch or you know someone that needs some help, please email me letty at curious.art. And just to say, we are recording this online so the audio isn't usual industry studio spec. So forgive us for that and enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Curious City on Lockdown. Today I'm talking to Ruth Hay, who is one of the co-owners of the Treehouse Board Game Cafe in Sheffield, which I gather is the only board game cafe in Sheffield? Definitely the first. Yeah, uh, definitely the first, currently the only. Um, yeah, maybe that will change eventually, but one suspects not in the next few months. <laughs> yeah, um, so for those listeners who, for some inexplicable reason, don't know about the board game, uh, the Treehouse Cafe, um, can you tell us a bit about what it's like, what people can expect, uh, the kind of vision behind the business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, it is it is a sort of cafe bar, um, does all the normal things you would expect a cafe bar to do. Um, and we do quite a lot of craft beers, but we also do um, kind of like barista style coffees and all of that kind of jazz. Um, yeah, I've had many a delicious platter there. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, food-wise, um, it's quite like a cafe-style menu. Um, we try and work as much as we can with sort of other local businesses, so we get a lot of stuff from Seven Hills Bakery, uh, coffees from a lovely guy called Fraser who roasts it in Kelham Island. Um, yeah, um, we yeah we work we work with Aberdale Brewery quite a bit as well. So uh, yeah, it's kind of got all that sort of stuff going on. Um, but as well as that, there's also a library of over 500 board games. Uh, that you can play while you eat and drink, um, or just play, <laughs> eating and drinking, not compulsory. Um, so the way it normally works is people would uh, book a table in advance, um, then you come along either for a two-hour or four-hour session uh, with friends or family or whoever you want to play with, um, and yeah, we've got a, a games taster menu to get you started if you uh, if 500 is a bit too many to choose from, um, and that's <laughs> got like recommendations for different play accounts um and then all of our staff are um kind of massive board game enthusiasts as you might expect um and they're always kind of there to uh, give you some pointers and help you get started with the rules um if you haven't got a board game uh, chum do you do you am i right in thinking you have kind of social nights where if you really want to have a go and you for whatever reason can't can't find someone to drag along with you um you yeah. You can turn up and, and play and meet new people and have fun. Yeah, that's right. Um, so usually we've got kind of all sorts of events going on um, in, a, in a given month. So uh, yeah, we have a monthly uh, kind of general social gaming night where you can just kind of turn up, pick a game, um, find some other players. Um, but there's a few other things as well. So we've got um, there's a monthly night called Rainbow Gamers. That's kind of the same for an LGBT um, plus audience. Um, we've got a board game play testing night where people can kind of bring along their prototype games that they're working on and get some feedback from other people. Um, so yeah, there's all sorts of things like that. Um, we've run a few speed friending nights that are quite fun. That's a bit more structured. So you kind of turn up, you kind of get assigned to a table uh, that has a, a two-player game on it, and then you sort of work your way around playing different two-player games with different people. What a brilliant um, idea. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So just tell us a little bit about how um, C19 has impacted on the business. 
and kind of sure. whether people can still interact and you know what they can do to support you or or yeah what are the options during the pandemic sure um so we are currently closed at the moment uh we closed on the 19th um the main the main signs of covid before that were that people were playing the board game pandemic uh really quite a lot more than usual <laughs> everybody reading albert Camus the plague at the moment it's quite kind of zeitgeisty yeah so there was a lot of that um but yeah um we we closed kind of the the thursday before everything had to close on the monday uh and yeah since then um we so yeah there there isn't really a way unfortunately we, we considered doing like a games rental service but the logistics it was just too difficult really we kind of thought that was maybe introducing a bit too much risk moving these things between people's houses and all that kind of stuff um and our, our menu isn't really kind of a takeaway style menu, so we kind of haven't been haven't been doing that either. Um, but what we have been doing is kind of trying to find ways to help people uh, carry on gaming at home. Um, so we've got like a blog on our website that's got some ideas for games that you can play by a video conference, um, some advice kind of on different online platforms that you can um, that you can play games on. Um, yeah. Yeah, certainly there's been like a huge surge in popularity of these kind of um, simulator style things where basically you play around a virtual table. Um, there's a lot of these things that have already existed, but suddenly everyone's kind of discovering everyone's them. discovering them, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been doing a bit of that. And then we've kind of, we're slowly settling into a routine of, um, we're going to be kind of doing one event a week. Um, the next event that's coming up, we've got a, uh, we've got like a fortnightly quiz. Um, we've, this used to be like a monthly thing at the cafe. It was always very popular. Um, there's a guy called Ben, who is our quiz master, who's run quizzes at various kind of places around Sheffield. But um, yeah, we've got dibs on him now. Um, and he does a very hard quiz that's got like a, a lot of problem solving type things. He's a big fan of Only Connect, um, if that uh, means anything to you. So you can kind of expect those kind of questions, a lot of like okay. sequence questions, find the connection with that. Things. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> um, to force my mum to, to play. There's one on Sunday, isn't there? That's okay. right, yeah. So that's coming up this Sunday. Um, and then we're also, we had a trial run on Easter Monday um, of running virtual social gaming events uh, via Zoom. Um, so we'll be doing another one of them the following, so like a week on Sunday. Coming and how did, that, how did that go? It was really good fun, yeah. Um, I wasn't like, I was, I was a, like a little bit nervous about the logistics because I didn't really know how many people were going were gonna to zoom into it. Um, but there was about 20 or so in the end. Wow. Um, and yeah, so we, we kind of used a breakout room function to um, kind of assign people into smaller groups. Um, and then we played like a bunch of party games. Uh, so there's a few that we've been, that we've been discovering work really well online. Um, and then, um, so they're, they're kind of just like analog games that you can adapt uh, to play by, by Zoom. Uh, we also tried some Jackbox games, which is sort of partly online anyway. Like usually you will sit around a TV screen and play on your phone and all of the, there's like a, oh, and yeah, okay. Games, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that works really well um, virtually as well. Because um, you can just, somebody can screen share and be like the central screen and then, yeah, you can all kind of interact that way. So. Do you think this is going to kind of pave the way for more of that activity when when lockdown's over, or do you think it's it is just a sort of stopgap for the moment? I don't know. I mean, I feel like one thing it's in one way. I feel like sort of people's social lives are maybe 
kind of expanding a little bit because suddenly you're not limited to just people that are nearby um yeah. so you know it's been really i've been finding it really nice kind of catching up with people that are further away and suddenly everyone can join in together regardless of where they are so i think i think potentially some of this could could carry on i mean everyone once everyone's completely comfortable with the technology it's going to seem a lot more natural i think um, well i think you know people are getting increasingly more au fait with it all aren't they and yeah. i reckon it is going to have quite um I was going to say it's quite it's going to have a hangover but that's not quite i mean um a lasting impact um yeah i think you're right definitely and in terms of um i i mean i don't know the status of of the business whether or not you're a, a charity a social enterprise or whatever but it must be quite difficult as an as an independent business in the current mm-hmm. climate and is there any way of people supporting you financially i mean can they can they buy vouchers or do you have a sort of GoFund campaign that they can donate to, to kind of keep you going or is there anything sure. like that? Um, so yeah, we've got, um, we are, we are a business rather than a charity. Um, let's put that out there. Um, but, um, yeah, there are, there are a few things people can do. Uh, so you can, but you can buy, uh, vouchers via our website or, um, memberships. We've kind of usually got a membership scheme that gives you some money off the games cover charge. Um, you can buy those, uh, all ready to start on your first visit back to the cafe when we're ready to reopen. Um, we have got a little, we have got a little kind of fun, um, sort of crowdfunding type thing set up a site called buy me a coffee so if people just want to make a little donation um, they can do it that way as well um we've sort of been linking to that on some of the blog posts and things just you know if you, if you have fun with this maybe uh, maybe consider um but we're also um just this week we are doing a bit of fundraising we're trying to raise some money for sheffield's food bank network um right. so we're kind of using our social media to sort of um tell people about that and sort of um, yeah, because that's that's a huge problem at the moment. Our our head chef has been kind of spending a lot of time thinking about this while the cafe has been closed. It's something that he feels very passionately about, and, um, and rightly so. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's kind of set up a, a crowdfunding thing there, um, and the idea is each time we kind of hit a three hundred pound threshold, that money will be donated to a different food bank around Sheffield. Um, so that's that's kind of all going to food banks. That's um, yeah, that's not not for us, but it's something that we'd really we'd feel really chuffed if people wanted to to show their support for and and if they do do they find that info via your website presumably um oh it's actually not on the website at the moment which i should probably sort out but it is on our facebook and our twitter okay um and just before um we finish up uh i wondered if you had any top quarantine recommendations for board games that people can play either virtually or that they might just have loitering about you know some old classics that they could blow the dust off that might be somewhere so anything that you've been particularly enjoying to pass the days sure um so there's a couple of games that um have been always been kind of popular ones at the cafe that you can still play very easily um from the comfort of your own home um so uh there's a game called just one that's like a cooperative party game it's really really simple uh basically what happens is um all that's in the box are is a stack of cards and then some little kind of they're like mini whiteboards that stand up and then some white white clean pens um what you do each card has got five words on it numbered one to five um and you take turns to be the guesser 
um, you kind of stand this card facing away from you so you can't see what's on it and pick a number um, relating to one of the words on the card and then all the other players have to give you a, a one word clue that will help you guess the word that you've chosen. Lovely. Um, so that's really nice and simple. Um, basically, the only other the only other step in the game is that so um, once everyone's written their clue, you have to close their close your eyes if you're the guesser, um, and then um, if anyone's written the same word as somebody else, then those clues get eliminated. So that's kind of encouraging you to try and be a bit obscure with it, and maybe go in a different direction from other people. Um, and then once the elimination's been done, the guesser gets to see all of the words that are remaining. Um, so oh, it's uh, just one. Just one, yeah. Um, so you can, it's it's readily available to buy, but you can also kind of just make your own if you want to. Um, you you know, you could just get somebody else to write down a word or put some words in a hat or something. You know, it's um, it's easy to recreate. <laughs> what about any any family friendly games that there might be some parents and children out there thinking, what next? I've googled everything on the internet. I've run out of ideas. Sure, yeah. Um, so, ooh, I don't think I've got a handy recommendation for ones that people can kind of make themselves, but um, for kind of younger kids, we are huge fans of uh, a game company called Haber. Um, they make games that come in kind of bright yellow boxes and they've got some some really fab options. Um, Animal Upon Animal is a game I find really hard to say, but it's a lovely one to play. It's kind of like a, an animal stacking game. Um, got like kind of really appealing wooden pieces. Um, found it works quite well for drug people as well as small children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. Um, Rhino Hero is another really good one. Um, that's again kind of a building game. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, <laughs> so, finally, um, what is the first thing you're going to do when lockdown is declared over? Ooh, well, I'm hoping it will still be summertime by then. I'll probably find my way to a beer garden. <laughs> it's a lovely classic answer. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of lovely pubs um, that are very, very sad to see kind of boarded up at the moment. So I'll go and um, show my support to one of those, I think. <laughs> really painful in this beautiful weather, isn't it, on a Friday? It is, it really is. It's actually Thursday, so I don't even know I'm saying that. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, good luck with everything, and um, I look forward to all the different events that are coming up. It sounds great. <laughs> Excellent. Good luck in the quiz. <laughs> thank you very much. I'll need it. <laughs> thank you for having me. A Curious Arts production. <laughs>